Welcome everyone to this episode of God and the Energy Web, already episode six by now. Um, in this episode, we will first discuss what the riddle was all about again. And um, after we discuss the riddle, uh, we will go into detail in uh, our topic. Um, so it will be a little bit of a uh, surprise what we talk about, unless someone got uh, the hints that we brought in into this uh, topic. Um, some of you, the smart ones, may also see it in the tabs here, what, what is being uh, opened. Uh, but uh, maybe, Ardian, you can explain a little bit about the hints that we had in this episode, because you made a great graphic again, in my opinion. Um, can you explain a little bit what we see here? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the typical uh, American computer. On, uh, it's a Microsoft uh, 95. Uh, when the uh, desktop and we... huh? yeah sorry sorry it looks it looks great well done <laughs> we, we had we had <laughs> we, we had it on a video <laughs> where we deleted the <laughs> a, a, a community channel but a community chat but yeah it had uh, copyrighted music so yeah it was the the cd player over there playing it was uh, John Dever's song, Take Me Home, Country, Country Road. Uh, and uh, this is all about uh, the United States. Uh, I tried just to, to bring some hints. Uh, for example, yeah, that Hawkeye. <laughs> it's a typical United States eagle. Uh, we had some uh, the Energy Web uh, logo there, a few Twitter threads, and the, the notepad in the center. It's a, a, a it's a short explanation of what of the book from Amory Lovins, the reinventing fire from I think it was 2013. It was how the U.S. could could transition to clean energy. Yeah, I think this was some just some some hints, but yeah, a few went <laughs> too far. For example, we had one, and I loved it. It was connected in Rocky Mountain. Yeah, they, they, they found the book, The Reinventing Fire from Rocky Mountain Institute, and they were trying to connect it to Denver, the city of Denver. And then they were connecting it to, to another city. I forgot. <laughs> I loved it. It was, it was too deep. We didn't even go that deep. Well, there's, there's still still a lot of hints in here, so I can imagine what, that people dive that deep. But um, the National Electric, Electric Grid was also mentioned here as a tap. And uh, the network neighborhood, HP um, Energy Trading, of course. And I really like this detail as well, 7 p.m. I don't know if you did that on yeah. purpose. but I did uh, it on purpose. Yeah, on Friday. It was 2.51 or something like that. I changed it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So to everyone, uh, uh, people who just joined and people who are already here, the topic is America and um, American use cases um, of Energy Web. So um, we will go into the details what is going on in America uh, regarding Energy Web. And um, we will talk about several topics. We'll go into a little bit of depth. And um, as always, we have some alpha news for you. Uh, we have some news that is not known to the general public yet. Um, if you are part of the Gator Green uh, Crypto Club, you might have seen it, but um, you may have missed it as well because it was uh, brought in by a member of our group there, uh, Jobscop, shout out to you. Uh, thanks for the input. And um, yeah, we will definitely talk about that in this session. Um, before we continue, I think it would be good also to mention that this is a community initiative again, and um, that we uh, we talk about things here that we 
believe are relevant to Energy Web, and these are our own opinions. Uh, we have uh, some American projects on the Energy Web website, as most people know. Um, one of them is EW DOS, uh, Sunspec Modbus extension. Um, I brought this one up briefly in a thread of mine a few days back. Um, that was with regards to Tesla connections because they're a member of the Sunspec Gate uh, Alliance. Um, but what I mentioned there is that um, the Sunspec uh, Modbus application was to provide a plug and play system for interoperability solutions and standards for solar panel and energy uh, storage technologies. Uh, you can find that information here on this web page uh, that I'm uh, opening now. It was gone from the Sunspec website for a while, or at least I couldn't find it back anymore. Uh, but it seems to be there again. Um, so this one was a, a, a strategic partnership with Energy Web. We haven't heard much or anything of it since 2020. So the question is if this was continued or not. I did do my digging on it uh, a while back, and then I found out that part of the blockchain team that was working on this from Sunspec's side is no longer working there. Um, so the question is if this is still uh, still a project that is running or not. Um, but anyway, it's one of the projects that uh, that is based in America, Sunspec Alliance. And what they're doing is basically um, they are providing uh, digital standards, protocols, solutions, and certificates to uh, support that plug-and-play system for solar panels and battery energy storage technologies. So... Um, before we go into the other projects uh, in America, I think it's good to briefly mention um, the FERC order FEIC 2022. Um, see that it doesn't open here. Gator, one can I ask I... you something? Yes, of course. Yeah, before we go one by one, I think we ha Energy Web ha have, has lots of projects in the United States, right? Not oh, yes, this. Yes, there's definitely yeah. a lot. Also, some worldwide a lot, a lot is going on, mm -hmm. and it's mostly on the DIDs, decentralized identifiers, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, these projects directly utilizing the energy web chain and and the blockchain. And this is cool. We we will go deep dive. And yeah, let's go. Yeah, thanks. Um, and indeed, I think that if you look at the uh, the use cases, like you mentioned, they're also quite often focused around digital identities, but also the that is maybe um, overall for America, one of the key points, the key turning points that we keep hearing, and that's that FERC order that I just mentioned. And that is actually me meant for distributed energy resources, or in short, this, to have... Um, to have the U.S. market open up to uh, implementing these DAS, these uh, these distributed energy resources into the electricity grid. So having solar installations uh, by U.S. Uh, inhabitants participate in the electricity grid, having electric vehicles and battery storage participate in the electricity grid. And that is all made possible by the FERC order. Uh, it's the Federal Energy Regula Regulatory Commission. Uh, that is what the abbreviation stands for. And um, yeah, what, what Sunspec is doing actually ties into that, I would say. And also the virtual power plant project with Rocky Mountain Institute turns, tunes into that. Um, and the whole flex alert system may even be a part of that too, uh, because people inhabitants then uh, can uh, switch off uh, electric devices or 
use the solar use the, uh, the battery storage from the electric vehicles maybe to participate in the grid and to support uh, the stability. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's the spec. So uh, I I found out the uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Institute mentioned it uh, on on their like I think a week ago on a blog. Mm-hmm. And uh, they mentioned that it was harder to to so the only the only reason this is my opinion what i what i found the only reason uh, that uh, united states is a bit uh, it's a bit uh, further away from implementing this is mm-hmm. only re- regulatory reasons uh, and the rocky mountain institute mentioned it that uh, f- for example the the thread i did on china they mentioned there that they they, they are doing the same thing on united states but mm-hmm. it's a bit uh, diff- difficult because they have uh, a few. Uh, no, they have they have many states that want different uh, uh, regulations. In, for example, in China or in in Europe, they they are doing one regulation on one uh, one standard, and they are going with it throughout uh, their entire country or throughout Europe. Mm-hmm. But in the United States, I, I found that uh, they needed a lot more. And yeah, they they brought something that. Will help everyone, and yeah, they can make uh, regulations and they can make rules and st- standards for uh, every uh, single uh, state. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, there's also a lot of difference difference between these different between these states in America, as I understand. And um, well, the, the FERC order was approved in September 2020. I just read here, uh, but it, it makes it possible for people to to participate in the grid. So. If you look at the timeline there, it's, it's only been a few years, right? So the U.S. electricity grid, this regulation is opening up a lot of new possibilities. And um, I think we've seen that with several uh, with several use cases that have started, started, have started to be being developed uh, presently. I don't know how you feel about that, but I have the impression that the U.S. is even ahead of, um, uh, ahead of Europe, for example, here. Yeah, it's, it's going to be ahead of Europe. But right now, I think it's a bit uh, further uh, than Europe. It, it's uh, it's not... Europe is first, I think, for right now. No, actually, China is uh, in front of everyone on what yeah. I found. But yeah, US, US is a bit further away from Europe for implementing these regulations. Yeah, I don't know. I think that the opening up of this market for uh, individual participation is is really big, and I'm not sure if that is the case in China. If in China people can participate on the electricity grid. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The 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 thread I did explains mm-hmm. that it's it's creating like prov- province uh, provinces or how do I yeah. say it? Provinces that have uh, have a massive like standard. And then everyone on the state can can participate. Uh, let it be uh, a company. Let it be a third party. Uh, uh, it was like in Europe: telecom companies, internet providers, uh, everyone. Even even the manufacturers had to to build according to these new rules. Everything on on theirs. Oh. And yeah. since when was since when was that? That, that? that you're talking about China here, right? So this was this yeah. been the case with China for how long? Is that is uh, that a year? China, three years? It's, it's it's from back 2015 they started implementing oh. that. Yeah, okay. and uh, it's it's uh, I think on 2019, a Rocky Mountain Institute did exactly what they are doing on United States right now. Did it mm-hmm. on 2019. 
But yeah, we we don't have much uh, much news from China. We have uh, they they don't share much. But yeah, they are they are uh, right now they are implementing blockchain on everything. Okay, awesome. They um, are even using it. We don't know. They they don't share a lot. So yeah, that's true. That's true. It's difficult to tell if they're if they're actually making it open to the public, to individuals, to participate or not. Um, but what we do know is that the FERC order was uh, implemented or approved at least in 2020 in September and that in Europe um, it's still difficult to do peer-to-peer -peer energy trading. I read this um, this uh, message from Anna Trebovic from uh, Grid Singularity and, and uh, Energy Web. Um, I think that was uh, a blog post on LinkedIn a while ago, uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, a bit more maybe. And she said that in Europe, um, the markets are supposed to open up in the next years as well. Um, but the earliest this would be opened up to individuals was somewhere, I think, June or July 2024. Um, so it's not, not even there yet. And um, the question is always, as with always with regulation, is are they going to do that in time? So I'm, I'm not sure if that will happen, but... Uh, here we have a question. What about Australia? And he's right, full monatic. Just oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, uh, on Australia market, they are further away. <laughs> no, they are uh, in front of US and uh, and Europe. They have in, we have some projects like uh, Project Symphony and Project Edge that is is taking a massive. Uh, update on the on the energy market. I think they are better than both Europe and the United States here. Yeah, they're actually implementing things, right? And also with solar panels. I mean, there's a lot of solar energy that, that can be generated there. So um, they definitely opened up the markets as well. Um, so so this is the this is what is leading, in my opinion at least, and that's why I took this uh, this piece of information, the FERC order, uh, is my opinion leading um, for the U.S. for the market and for the use cases that EnergyWeb is building um, within the U.S. and worldwide that apply to the U.S. as well. Um, so SunSpec I, I spoke about and FlexAlert is another one, California ISO system operator, um, California independent system operator, sorry. And um, these guys, they have the FlexAlert solution. Um, I don't know if you want to tell something about this, Arden, or you want to tell something about it, Neo. But I guess most people uh, by now know it. Um, yeah, I believe everyone should know it by now. But yeah, you can maybe just mention a few yeah. what they are doing. Just so the podcast listeners in the future will know what, what happened on Right. Shall I do that? Uh, do you want to do that, Neil? Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. No, no, you can do that. I will okay. go with the National Renewable Energy Lab. I, I have something that will connect to, to California, but yeah, it's not FlexAlert. Okay, okay. Then, um, okay, briefly, uh, Rocky Mountain Institute, they, um, they work on VP3, which is for virtual power plants. And um, they wrote in this paper something about um, the flex alert by Kaizo, um, California uh, independent mm -hmm. system operator. And um, they have huge partners, such as Google Nest, Ford, uh, General Motors, and more. Uh, but what stood out to me was this uh, flex alert solution. So if you briefly look at it, um, they in their virtual power plant solution by Rocky Mountain Institute, it doesn't mention that it uses blockchain, by the way. So it's not sure 
if this is in any way connected to EnergyWeb, uh, the VP3 program. But um, of course, Rocky Mountain Institute is a co-founder. But they have a paper written out, and that paper was very interesting because what it said is it went into California independent system operator and that they uh, managed the virtual power plants uh, by OmConnect, Tesla, Sunrun, Leap, Voltus, AutoGrid, and others. And um, what they do with that Flex Alert, um, Flex Alert sends uh, a message to people in their, uh, at home and it, um, or an email alert, and um, subscribers can then uh, reduce their energy usage to avoid the risk of a brownout or a blackout. And uh, to do this, each user gets a digital identity assigned, a DIT, and that is uh, anchored on the energy web chain. So it enables Kaiser to communicate with them and ensure total privacy because the data is not shared. That's basically what it says here in this announcement as well. Um, so what triggered me is that each user is assigned a, a DIT. Um, so, and that is ba uh, basically on the energy web chain and it enables them to communicate uh, with that user. So the user is the person, the individual, who has this Flex Alert uh, system when applied for it. Um, but it could also be that uh, that that the Tesla users uh, and the VPP users they have a DIT on the energy web chain as well to uh, receive these alerts. Um, of course, it doesn't necessarily mean anything related to Tesla. It just means that Tesla users have a DIT on energy web chain in order to receive this Flex Alert if they participate in the Flex Alert system. But that is what Flex Alert does. So it, it balances the grid basically. A very cool project in my opinion. Yeah, I have something that directly connects to Tesla too. Not through Energy Web, but yeah, it's uh, something that uh, the the California. Wait, let me just find it real fast. Uh, the California Energy Commission. Yeah, they even awarded the this project. They 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 built with Community Electricity. I think you you guys know. They are they have partnered with Energy Web. I think back on 2020. And they are bu building community uh, communities that will enable this uh, this uh, renewable energy with DARS, and uh, they are they are using the entire uh, energy web dos uh, the entire entire uh, toolkit of energy web. And uh, something that that uh, stood out to me was this uh, this project that the California Energy Commission awarded. Mm -hmm. And they they said, uh, which will distribute energy services on a blockchain backbone. They called it a blockchain backbone. Mm -hmm. And it was awarded, uh, I think, around $9 million for this project. Uh, Tesla and Google was part of it. Uh, and another project that was awarded, uh, not awarded, but that was mentioned and highlighted was the EPIC pro program. Mm -hmm. which focuses on a new model of uh, urban development that combines 100% uh, uh, electricity for, uh, for, for houses and for micro-transition hubs on the yeah. California. Nice. Yeah, I can share. California. Huh? Is, is Jesse's home city, right? California. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe I can show you some cool things too, guys. Yeah, sure. I, I just shared the, the screen. I will share my screen first. 
Okay, where is it? Okay. So one of the, I guess I couldn't share it. Yeah, okay, now it's ready. So one of the biggest partnerships on Energy Web and United States is the is the one between Exelon National Renewable Energy Lab and which is a government initiative and Energy Web. So basically Energy Web is directly working with the United States government actually or they're utilizing the Energy Web chain. They are working on this for several years uh, and in May 2022 National Renewable Energy Lab published a report and announced that their development and simulations gave successful results. So we are looking at this report right now. We have Exelon, Restock and some other minimal projects like 4C and let's deep dive in it. This project is aimed at creating a transactive energy market to address the challenges faced by utility providers when increasing distributed energy resource adaption in their service area. Like Exelon is work Exelon is servicing in Washington, I guess. I don't know. Am I right, guys? Do you know anything on that? I forgot. I think yeah. they're nationwide. But yeah. <laughs> I, I have but no they idea. are one of the so like the platform on Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> they are one of the biggest utility on the United States uh, and they are a member of the Energy Web, by the way. So the transactive energy market balances electricity supply and demand, maintaining zero energy export. Residential cu customers like individuals uh, and bid and building controls optimized based on the price. So the market approves or denies bids uh, based on price, simplifying utility management and increasing the customer control with this way. Performance was evaluated through call simulation of a representative feeder and buildings with different scenarios. Yeah, it's it's a little bit uh, detailed info. So maybe we can go with the 4C, this part, and home energy management systems. So this project actually contains is some minimal projects in it, right? 4C, we have 4C for home energy management systems. So we we have distribution market design and and the other part, which is Energy Web, is involved. Let's, let's go with the 4C. Quick. Yeah, 4C. It's a user-centric home energy management system that is capable of managing the behind-the-meter uh, distributed energy resources, including uh, PVs, batteries, controllable loads, and uh, provide grid services based on utility or market signals. So occupants, like individuals, may have different preferences for cost and comfort. So some may tolerate minor discomfort to reduce cost, while others may pay more for maximum comfort. So what is the Energy Web's role in this? In this project, project DIDs are created on the Energy Web's testnet Volta chain for the, for the market. Each homeowner 
in the United States, all distributed energy resources and home energy management systems like Forsi uh, is getting a DID on the energy web chain. Right now it's Volta. So DIDs are used to authenticate data that home energy management system sends the market and vice versa. So as I understand, they are creating, uh, they're trying to, they're trying to create, they're trying to build a nationwide energy market with the distributed energy resources and homes. And guys, do you want to add something on this? No, it's 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 something that I was completely unaware of. Um, from when is this? Uh, when, when was this being built, or is this being built? Is this uh, has it been initiated a long time ago, or is this uh, because I no, saw no. an old Europe logo, right? Or... Uh, they are trying. To, they they try. They started to work this in two thousand and nineteen, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah. this report is is May two thousand and twenty two. It's it's a oh, new oh. one actually. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, they 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 announced that they their simulation and their developments are uh, became successful. Mm -hmm. well, uh, what is the size of this? Because I, I, it sounds really very big, but I, I have no idea to be honest. Uh, it's actually very big because uh, I don't have right now, but maybe we could find it later. But uh, National Renewable Energy Lab uh, is actually if. Uh, wants to integrate 4C, home energy management system, to every uh, United States house in the future, every home. Nice. So, nice. yeah, yeah, this, I don't, I don't know, we don't know if this will be happen or not, but mm -hmm. at least they're working on it. Yeah, so, it's quite big in the US. Yeah, the goal is integrate every United States home with that system, actually. And this project, this project also mentioned at crypto and blockchain report from the White House in the last year. Ah, uh, yeah. They also highlighted this, this one. Oh, so, that's cool. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you you made a thread about this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Totally forgot. You we we also that. saw that last year when we had this uh, SEC uh, meeting where uh, talk about green money or something like that, right? We had this talk where um, the Security and Exchange Commission was talking about um digital assets and and with uh with energy web uh in a meeting um and we know about the white house connections with Rocky mountain institute of course and how they are yeah. advising uh the white house on crypto and blockchain and how to regulate that so that's awesome this now is actually million housing units yeah just, uh, just look at this guys just about can, can you see my screen yeah. yeah just look at that we know that this proof this proves that United States government actually used the energy web tech stack. Just look at hey, it. Can you, can you um, uh, share for the, for the podcast listeners via Spotify? Yeah, the, this screenshot is, this screen, this image is from the Volta test. I, I believe, uh -huh. no, it's from maybe their app, their own app, but mm -hmm. it's get, it gets the da data from the Volta testnet. Yeah, it, so it says there. You can see the trans transactions. You can see the DIDs on the Volta testnet, and uh, this is huge. This actually proves it that governments work on this chain, right? It says on, on there screenshot of approved bids, data hash, embedded yeah. on EWC, Energy Web Chain. Yes, and 
as I understand, uh, these systems also need to use tokens for the payment. Oh, token uh, is needed. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but in my opinion, <laughs> but in my opinion, they they not they not going to use EWT. I don't know. Why? Maybe it, Why, it sir? could be weird. I don't know. Every home owner has to use EWT in a legal way. I don't know. It's not appropriate for uh, now. Jesse, Jesse but, mentioned that uh, they will they will be paying on fiat money, fiat yeah, uh, currency, I, and yeah, it will be. Point. It will be exchanged to EWT. No, no, so, no, I know that. But in this, in this, in this project, uh, the IDs need to use tokens on the chain. So maybe in the future uh, they can implement this on the EWX relay chain with the fiat. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you, you I, said EWT won't be won't be needed. <laughs> no, uh, either way, we know that EWT. It will be needed for the relay chain or the EWC. It doesn't matter actually. For uh, if you want to use the tech stack, you need to yeah, use EWT too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But so in, this in, is in, it basically. Ah, possible. okay. Let let me just show one one more thing. And uh, EW DOS, you can see in uh-huh. this report, and we have house agent. It's actually kind of similar like a grid singularity map uh, by the way it's not the same thing but uh, it has similarities a market agent on mm-hmm. hams is says hams it is home energy management system 4c and we have feeder this shows the uh, basic points on this project and that's it on this National Renewable Energy Lab and Exelon part. Nice. I'm I'm impressed. I didn't know most of this, to be honest. Uh, uh, it's quite new to me. Maybe I missed it, but I must have missed it. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot going on. You can catch yeah. everything. When like you mentioned the system, you know, um, even like Arden mentioned that we we can see maybe that they pay via fiat money and that it goes in the back end uh, back to energy web tokens and to staking. But um, you can also have sort sort of like in a system where the user doesn't have to know that they work with crypto, but that the transactions are automated, right? So I can imagine yeah. that transacting energy web tokens uh, with uh, a blockchain system. Um, goes automated via machine-to-machine communication and EOT, uh, the whole economy of things system where cars pay their own bills when they charge the vehicle without the user having to pay anymore. Um, that is where we are going, in my opinion, and I think that that is something we could see here as well. Yeah, yeah, right. It could be. It could and then be. the token is definitely needed for these solutions, but it's simply not visible to the user, right? It's uh, it's internal use, uh, automated. Yeah. Uh, I can I can talk about uh, a little bit why we are donating <laughs> and what our donations are are making or are are building. Uh, for example, Rocky Mountain Institute uh, just just released some reports. I think three days ago. Uh, just one second. Yeah, remember the Inflation Reduction Act that uh, President Biden uh, delivered to Congress and it was passed. That uh, that Inflation Reduction Act, that bill was around uh, was 
uh, direct investment to, to nearly four four hundred billion dollars, and more on on like loans and uh, yeah, more more on loans. But this this dollars uh, is the the biggest. Uh, this uh, will be the biggest investment on clean energy on the U.S. history, and now the 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 policymakers. Needed a way to distribute these funds, and they 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 worked with the Rocky Mountain Institute to to build a program on how to distribute these funds. But then they needed another problem, uh, another uh, program to know how these uh, funds will be used and how uh, state uh, how state uh, uh, policymakers will will implement it. So they together with. Uh, Wait, I can find it. Yeah, to the, together with Energy Innovation and with support from Bloomberg, uh, they built this the Energy Policy Simulator. It's an open, system, uh, open uh, source platform to let any user to test different pathways to show how they can how they can be spe- how they can make specific uh, strategies for each of the forty eight United States uh, states, mainland uh, land states. And how they can be uh, more effective, and uh, how they can achieve the best uh, goals towards climate, towards the climate goals, which uh, Biden, uh, Biden is 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 trying to implement to 2030, I think it mentioned. And this this energy policy simulator, uh, together with uh, the energy innovation innovation, this. Uh, this, I think, it was a, a lab that was uh, building these strategies. They, they, they already had it on on several uh, countries. So they mentioned eight different countries, including United States, China, and India. And this is the the same thing that I mentioned earlier when uh, when I said uh, Rocky Mountain Institute helped China in 2019 uh, come up with uh, regulations and standards. Here. Uh, here, just like in China, Rocky Mountain Institute is the initiator, is the one that uh, br- brought this idea, first in the form of a book, where on, on 2013, Rocky, uh, uh, Amari Lovins wrote the Reinventing Fire for, for United States. Then China invited him to build a book for, for, for China, and he did back on 2015, Reinventing Fire, uh, China Pathway. And then in, on China, they, they started with implementing strategies and then creating uh, policies for, for different provinces, which one was mentioned, Mexian province in China. And now they are doing, on my opinion, uh, I'm not sure of this. Uh, no, I, I can say I'm sure, but I can't uh, confirm it on, on text. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you read it, you will see. This is what they are doing right now on United States. And they mentioned here, I have a screenshot. Uh, I, will, I will forward it right now on the chat. Great. Where they mentioned that uh, on China, it, it was really easy because they, they only needed to, to build a single, single strategy, a single plan, and everyone will follow. On, but here on, on, uh, on United States, yeah, here I found it. The United States has so many different regulatory landscapes that one solution won't necessarily work uh, elsewhere. So they, they had to build this 
uh, a few a few solutions for the United States. And uh, Rocky Mountain Institute is on together with Biden, uh, together with the White House uh, that made the bill, and then together with the policymakers on state level are implementing this. And yeah, we know uh, on on the bill it wrote that they were trying to establish clean energy, uh, creating more uh, uh, electric cars, even uh, counting the methane, uh, methane, uh, uh, forgot. Yeah, uh, where is methane spilled in that? Which we found out from you, Gator, you, you wrote the comet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about the Rocky Mountain Institute uh, and the Comet program, which was started at Davos in 2020. Um, I wrote something there about um, the tracking of greenhouse gases for um, the steel industry, the aluminium industry, and some other industries. Um, so, Comet is a program that is tied into uh, Climate Trace and to Horizon. Uh, Horizon is an RMI program that is integrated with the energy web blockchain technologies um, and so software development toolkits. So um, the the whole, um, how do you call that? The green proofs or the, the tracking of uh, the origin of energy that is um, from what I understood incorporated there. Um, yeah. And there was a vacancy last year where um, someone was asked to, to help with the program and to integrate Horizon uh, with Comet and with some uh, other solutions like Climate Trace Solution, yeah. Every, everything we found from uh, virtual power plants, from uh, SABA, the sustainable aviation fuels, everything we found is now, uh, what what I read, is now mentioned on the Inflation Reduction Act. that They, they are investing this $400 billion uh, to create this kind of uh, market for for. And Rocky Mountain Institute is providing even the solutions. Not only they wrote the 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 act, the bill, but uh, they are even uh, creating the solutions that are on top of Energy Web. For example, one of them, which we mentioned before, the SABA Sustainable Aviation Buyers, mm -hmm. and uh, there we we found quite a few of the. Uh, uh, United the American corporation, some of them being the founding com uh, companies of this uh, sustainable aviation fuels were Bank of America, Boeing, Deloitte, Meta, Facebook, JP Morgan, McKinsey, Microsoft, Netflix, Salesforce, and then today uh, uh, you found yeah, out. Yeah, we have a new member. Yeah, yeah, the U UPS, right, Gator? Uh, yeah, a new UPS. member. Yeah, a member of the West, Saba. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, um, that was the news that we got from uh, Jobscope. So that is that is really cool. Um, I can share my screen. Um, maybe that's uh, a good idea. Uh, let me show you guys. So UPS will utilize the energy web chain while yes. when they have operations uh, with the aviation sector, right? Yeah, today. So, yeah. Nice. yeah, it was mentioned last week already. Um, today, sustainable aviation fuel soft is the best near-term in-sector solution to reducing the environmental impact of aviation. This was mentioned by UPS Supply Chain Solutions. And they said as one of the world's largest cargo airlines, UPS is, a prou is proudly part of the sustainable aviation fuel 
uh, Bias Alliance, Saba, to drive forward investment in sustainable aviation fuels, education, and policy policy support for its production. Um, then they mentioned the collaboration supports our commitment to 100% uh, carbon neutrality by 2050, quite some time. We've set clear tar targets uh, to get there, such as sourcing 30% aviation fuel from sustainable sources by 2035. So, um, yeah, they are now part of Saba, and um, Saba seems to be growing if you look at what they have in store um, for this year. Uh, last week they mentioned they, they were, they're expecting to see more production. Um, they expect new conversion technologies for commercial-scale deployment of more fuel types. So not only uh, uh, SAF, uh, but also other fuel types uh, were mentioned there in that article, from what I recall. And they're using collective uh, soft certificate procurements to send a stronger demand signal to the market to scale high-integrity sustainable aviation fuel. So this is a, a soft sea uh, pro uh, procurement um, that is referring also to the soft sea um, framework that was set up by Rocky Mountain Institute and some others. Um, so after the framework, they would go to the uh, to the execution of it. And uh, we know now that Saba um, Energy Web are uh, working together. So uh, to further drive demand there, they also have a public policy that they want to support, uh, to have support the SAF usage by uh, narrowing the price gap between the conventional fuels and SAF uh, fuel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be beside, beside the Saba, we had also the Olivia from Shell, from uh, American Express. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I found today the American Express mentioned the Energy Web two times on their uh, newsletters, I think. Okay, nice. Yeah. I uh, also found out that um, there's another new member. This was mentioned two weeks ago by Saba. And they have a new member named Okta. Uh, and they are committed to long-term action on climate change, a uh, whole story around, around it. And tackling scope three emissions is on Okta's list. And they became a Saba member to address uh, the carbon intense nature of airline travel and to drive uh, investment in and adoption of uh, sustainable aviation fuel. So uh, when you look at what Okta is, uh, you will see that they are the world's identity company. That's how they um, name themselves. They've got 285,000 followers on LinkedIn and uh, 8,167 employees. Uh, so it's quite a large company. They're listed on the stock market as well, I see. And they're a leading independent identity provider. Um, so yeah, there's a software company. They have large clients um, and um, help these clients protect, protect their identities. So what does that have to do with Saba? Well, not necessarily much, but I can imagine that 8,000 employees with multinational clients, that these people fly a lot uh, and that they want to offset their emissions or at least uh, fly more sustainably. Um, so yeah, they joined uh, the group of uh, Saba founding companies, uh, including the Bank of America, Boeing, uh, the Boston Consulting, Boston Consulting Group, Deloitte, uh, JP Morgan, uh, McKinsey, Meta, Microsoft, Netflix, and Salesforce. So these are all founding companies. It's uh, quite big. Uh, you you have some of their uh, Alaska Airlines, Amazon Air. I never saw this before. Yes. Um, uh, the founding uh, aviators group include an Alaska Airlines, Amazon Air. So Amazon Air is also part of it. JetBlue and United Airlines. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I didn't know this before. But 
when it comes to we men, just mentioned Bank of America, we had the, uh, from from some different banks from United States. We had the connection to beside here on on Sabah. We had a connection to uh, J.P. Morgan and uh, yeah, Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft, Mastercard and the American Express. Mastercard even made their own video explaining how they are partnering with with Vodafone and with uh, Energy Web. But uh, there was something, yeah, and we have first person, uh, partnership, we had another bank. I think it was Citibank. <laughs> it's, a, it's another huge American bank. Awesome. Yeah, the news just doesn't end, does it? <laughs> we, will, we, will, we will connect everything, bro. <laughs> Uh, the the something I found something cool uh, on connection to to JP Morgan also was this Brookfield Corporation. It was one of the newest from the newest uh, validators that came to to Energy Web. Yeah, it was a validator way. or a partner. Yeah, what? they are they are very big. They are a very big company. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I read today they they have. Under two, uh, under seven hundred twenty-five billion uh, dollars assets under their management as of two thousand twenty-two. Uh, but something cool that was uh, uh, with them that I found was that uh, yeah they are on real estate, reno- renewable power, infrastructure, uh, credit, and providing uh, yeah providing credits and. But something uh, I found didn't know before. It was that they were they partnered with ClearTrace. ClearTrace was part uh, is partnered from 2020 with Energy Energy Web to help certificate or to help to help provide the one of their offices on on Brooklyn or I think it was New York Brooklyn I forgot. But yeah, it was to help them um, uh, create only renewable energy. On, on this entire building, it was a 63-floor building that, uh, that uh, the J.P. Morgan Chase then uh, connected with ClearTrace, uh, and uh, ClearTrace helped them provide this uh, clean energy too. I can find the thread. I, I did a few, I think, a year ago or two. Mm. Yeah, here. Found it. Hey, share it on the screen or yeah. in the chat? I will share it on the chat. All right. And there I mentioned the clear trace, uh, the, the partnership. It was a Medium blog a while ago, but I found out today it was deleted. I'm not sure if it was by accident or it was just to clean some old stuff or it was the partnership may have ended. We're not sure, but this clear trace is actually even even helping the European Union to create the 24/7 clean energy. I think it was pro- a protocol or something like that. But yeah, yeah there were some big names too. Awesome. But this clear trace is really becoming a big player. All right, interesting. I, I have heard of it, but I haven't looked into it lately. Um, but cool. I uh, in the meantime, I also found this uh, um, this UPS announcement of joining the Avi- Sustainable Aviation Buyers Alliance, Saba, 
Um, that's the noise that you heard before. But that was from August 2022. Um, so it's already oh. out for, for a bit. We didn't know this before. It's funny. Oh. Um, but this is an official uh, UPS uh, video about joining AB, uh, Saba. Uh, it was probably uh, out since before we... Um, uh, since before we knew that EnergyWap was involved there. So um, I would say that that's why we didn't find it before. And they announced it last week anyway, again. So maybe this video was hidden for a while. Yeah, it could be hidden. Um, I, I'm I just know. sending it in the chat here. Ardeen should, Ardeen should dig better. You should find this, Ardeen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, never, you never miss it. Yeah. Where were you all this time? Looking at looking yes, at Samra, yes, looking at yeah. it. Not saying it's been six months. Come on, I take full responsibility. Sorry, <laughs> rightfully so. All right, so uh, yeah, that's that's cool news. I, I didn't know that before. So, um, also clear trace, uh, uh, something that we 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 may or may not have partners with, but um, so from from what we discuss now, right, we discuss there's different uh, American solutions, um, or America based solutions also. Uh, there's two solutions that we didn't mention yet, I believe, and that is the generation attribute tracking system uh, with PGM ICE, uh, United States region, and um, NV Energy, um, the, the PEC marketplace. I'm not really sure what PEC stood for anymore. Uh, it's something with renewable energy certificate as well. Um, but these two pilots have ended, right? So these two pilots were concluded. And I don't think we had a follow-up on that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, there you had you. You even L O three, a Pando, a Pando project. Ah, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, for it's for micro microgrids, mm -hmm. and uh, a few a few big players even invested on the L O three. Yeah, they are, uh, they are using Energy Web Chain. Yeah, yeah. They mentioned Energy Web. They stopped validating just recently, but uh, it, doesn't it doesn't mean doesn't that they stopped. Yeah. yeah. They just sold, so the, the validation console may have kicked them, or we don't know for sure. But yeah, I, I bet they are still using the energy web chain to build. They actually, they migrated the energy web chain from the Ethereum. From uh, the back, back on the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they are using it, probably. Probably we, under we have... switch again, but uh, I, I don't think, you know, what Daniel also said before, uh, it doesn't really matter if someone is a member or not, they can keep on building on the technology. It's open yeah, source, right? It's open source, yeah. They can, they can just be as well using the tech, be using the tech because uh, they raised 11 million or 12 million dollars in 2021 or 2020, I believe. Um, so quite short time ago. Um, I don't think that they are out of that money already. And if they are, then uh, you know, then it was. They can ask us. <laughs> they can ask us to donate more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but anyway, I don't see them posting much. I was, I was very disappointed in that because that was a large thing in uh, in the past, right? Pondo and 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 Tree Energy, and then they said they would come up with news, and I, I've been following their their LinkedIn page for I don't know how many months. I think it was, I think it was five months or so, and they said they would release some news about partnerships soon. And then five, six months, nothing. And then suddenly they had some posts that they, that they published, I think two or so. And um, that was it again. Then nine months ago, the latest publication on uh, on LinkedIn yeah. and no publications on the website. So I don't know what they're doing. It's very difficult to find any information on these guys. Well, when we know the 
the mentioning of blockchain and crypto is a bit uh, skeptical. So they probably just are hiding it. We had Vodafone, for example. We didn't hear from them for, for a long time. Then they brought everything, Shell too. Uh, our community even started questioning if Shell is still working with Energy Web or they stopped. And then Shell just started dropping news after news after, after projects. And now <laughs> everyone is, is okay with Shell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is okay with Shell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gator, are you okay with Shell? Um, <laughs> well, I'm I'm okay with the with some of the people in Shell. You know, if you look at Shell, uh, I mean, it's a diverse organization, right? There's people with the heart in the right place who want to do something about the energy transition. Can I interrupt you? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned the people from Shell. I think Sabine is very cool. Uh, I, I I I need to say that. <laughs> she is very cool. I remember your marriage, man. I'm just saying she's cool, man. The whole team is. The whole team is. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm enthusiastic about the whole team. I mean, these guys. I've spoken to some of them. Um, the the people that work for the Shell blockchain team. These are dedicated people that want to do to make a change. Make want to make an impact. Um, as most of you know, I live in the Netherlands, and I've been attending some events and spoken to some of these people. Um, and they actually want to make an impact. So if you look at Shell as an organization, of course, I mean, fossil fuel is bad. And uh, there's been several incidents in the past, uh, large incidents, even oil spills, etc. cetera. But, um, you know, that doesn't mean that we don't need Shell for the energy transition. It's a very powerful company to have on board, um, especially since they have 300,000 or 400,000 charging points for example, for electric vehicles in uh, worldwide. And they, they want to expand that even to, to I think it was 800,000 charging points, right? So, you know, you can say about these guys what you want, and I, I'm not investing in them, not investing in Shell myself, for example, uh, because I have a very green investment style, ESG-based. But I do believe that people want to change the company. I want to make a difference in the world. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with them on board. Let me put it like that. Do you think they, they want or they probably need to? Both, both. I think some of the people want to, but I'm not sure about the yeah. top management. You know, it's, it's never, you, you won't have the same opinion within, within such a large company. There's always people with different opinions. And um, of course, you need to follow the overall company strategy, but um, they're being pushed that direction definitely as well. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't need them. So it's great to have them on board. Uh, I just took a sc- uh, snapshot. For today's listeners, uh, I did it a bit earlier because there were 22 people in here before. I hope you have them. Nice. nice <laughs> Otherwise, they, they are missing out. Did, did, uh, you, so, did you announce the surprise? I don't nah, know. No. I, uh, uh, okay. 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 <laughs> then I, then I should <laughs> shut my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Now they know there's a surprise. Uh, yeah, the surprise is still coming. It's uh, soon, TM. <laughs> okay, I didn't know it. Sorry. Uh, some some other companies we have on the energy uh, f- from the United States, we have partnerships or we are connected. No, this one we have direct partnerships. Is uh, Duke Energy? It's a really big player on uh, the uh, on U- United States. It's uh, EDF from from uh, France. They are investing on a few. Uh, pro- projects on United States too. We have PG- PG&E. They are, I believe, on California also. 
We have PGM you just mentioned. We have General Electronics. And we have some big players like Google, Microsoft, Amazon that uh, we are partnering for uh, throughout uh, the projects on different parts of the world. Yeah. And then we had some connections with White House, for example, uh, for example, Claire Henry it was. What, what was the name? Sorry, uh, Claire. Claire. Henry. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah she, she's on the team with uh, John Kerry. She was uh, uh, a, a team member on Energy Web. And then we have the the Jesse Morris meeting with Bill Clinton. We don't know if there's something more or it's just a picture, but yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> I, I I didn't call this a connection, but okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just a point. Don't push me, man. I will connect okay. it. Nice. So right. we had a great episode. Everyone now knows that Jesse has photo with the Bill Clinton. So this is a very important, very important info for your investments. <laughs> uh, You're so bad. <laughs> yeah, love you, bro. Uh, thanks, guys. I uh, always enjoy talking to you about these uh, solutions, and uh, I hope that everyone else liked it as well. Have a great uh, day. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Great night. Thank you, See you. Have a good night.